0: Welcome back to the Shankly Sessions, folks. This is the Liverpool podcast we bring you each and every week on the Upper Tier Podcast on YouTube. Head over there, smash that subscribe and bell notification button. Audio version show are now available through Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and also Spotify if you prefer audio version show. This is your match reaction and player ratings. Leicester 1, Liverpool 0. A very disappointing night for the Reds at the King Power Stadium. Brendan Rogers getting the upper hand on Klopp. I um, don't know what to make of this game. We huffed and we puffed, but we literally couldn't blow the house down, which was very disappointing considering they made nine changes and had a makeshift back four in place. Not to mention Kasper Schmeichel was absolutely outstanding on the night. But I don't know. I just I look at the team at the moment and sometimes that, that game is in them, isn't it? That kind of fatigue kind of... A game that has energy in it, but doesn't really it lacks a bit of purpose or something like that, where we're, you know, we're we're lobbing balls into the box, we're crossing balls into the box, we're kind of running at defenders. Not much came up through the middle, playing through the wings all the time. But I I just think that sort of Leicester kind of had us worked out a little bit. Um, Now, that's not to say we had some guilt-edged chances. I mean, Salah missing that penalty is shocking. And then the follow-up off the crossbar is just even worse. You know what I mean? And then Mane with that guilt-edged chance before Luckman scored his goal was absolutely, you know, that's a sitter. I don't know what's going on with Sadio Mane. He seems checked out at the moment. Now, I don't know whether it's, you know, the the struggles of what's going on at the moment with the, the variant and stuff like that, or whether it's the AFCON on the horizon, or whether mentally he's just fatigued. Um, but I don't know. He just can't seem to put the ball in the back of the net. You know, he's, he's on a real struggle at the moment. You know, and I don't know. Maybe it's time to look at maybe taking him out of the team, <laughs> giving him a bit of a rest or something like that. And I know that's going to happen with the Afcon anyway. So we'll have Jota up there for Meno, um, and probably Origi or, or Taki Minamino. But um, we shall see. But I just thought last night it just seemed there was a real struggle about the play. You know, We tried and we tried and we tried, but there was a repeatability to the same thing that wasn't working and we could have done with trying to maybe move stuff up the middle a little bit more. I thought Jordan Henderson on the night I thought was very poor. I know he had a few shots that he got away and stuff like that, but overall his play I thought was poor. Um, and the number of players, I don't know what Joel Matip was thinking, letting Lockman just sail into the box there with the ball. And then I'm still bewildered at what Virgil van Dijk was trying to do. Was he trying to show him to the outside or push him to the inside? I don't know what he was doing. It was like someone that pressed pause on Virgil in there. And I, I don't know what body position even he had taken. It was like he was showing away from the ball or something like that, as opposed to standing up strong and big for it, you know. Um, But that aside, I mean, if you look at the performance of the team, I mean, 21 chances. 21 attempts, for her on target, you know what I mean? It's like, for the players that we have at our disposal, but that's unforgivable. I mean, the kids in the Carabao Cup nearly did better than the boys that were out last night in the match. Um, and it was a huge game as well. We're six points behind City now, so we needed to close the gap, keep that gap to three. And it just looks like now, you know, without a doubt, it's City's title now to lose. And I just think... Um, I don't know it's, it's, I don't know whether it's the pressure of what's going on at the moment, and um, you know, with lockdowns and in bubbles and you know, mental fatigue. I think it is, I don't think it's a lack of energy or something like that. They had the energy last night, even the players that came back, um, from being out with positive tests and stuff like that, they even came back and they expressed a little bit of energy. I mean, Joel Matab was. You know, flying up and down the pitch at times and stuff like that had energy. Fabinho didn't lack any energy, did his job as he always does. But I just think at times mentally we were fatigued. I think Mo Salah at the moment, he's he's just between the AFCON, between what's going on and between the whole mental I don't know, what's a mental, what would you say, ability to continue performing at such a level, to keep the team pushing forward, to keep the chase against Man City on. When we know that they're going to go out and literally nearly win every week, the pressure is on us to win every week. And that mental pressure that's there sometimes takes a toll on you, you know? And I just I just thought last night was one of those nights where from a mental point of view, we lack the ability to change things up a little bit to get back in the game and stuff like that, you know. And I just think where there was energy at times, I just think there was a lack of purpose. And I've seen it a few times this season. You know, the Spurs game would definitely be one. The Brentford game would definitely be one. And even especially the Chelsea game at Anfield in the second half, uh, where we just simply ran out of ideas I and mean, we would no sort of second plan, plan B or whatever it is, to try and break these teams down. And last night was the same thing as well. I mean, we should be smashing up a Leicester side like that, um, especially in light of the fact that City had absolutely obliterated them three or four days earlier, whatever it was, three days earlier in the game, six, three. Um, that really didn't tell the tale. I mean, Man City, to be honest, in the first half could have been Four, five, six. Up to be honest, they absolutely made a show of Leicester. Even though Leicester in the second half got about it and got somewhat back into the game, but Man City showed their class and running out six three winners. And that was and that was a worst team um, last night than what City faced because they had a total makeshift back four where they had lost Soounchu as well. So I just think so disappointing. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's a disappointing result. Um, but it's it's even like it's so disappointing when you see the energy that was there, but yet the the guil and the and the you know the cleverness was lacking, you know what I mean? Like you've seen Costas was lobbing balls into the box, Trent was lobbing balls into the box, but were they actually picking someone out, you know, and then lads were getting in the way of each other, lads were queuing up the score, everything was coming in from the wings, nothing up the center, you know. K and then you look at the subs, the subs came on. And he literally, I think it's the first time I've seen a Liverpool side where the subs came on and made the team worse. Um, you know, Kate, they came on, you know, flattered to deceive. I don't know what Bobby Firmino was doing. At one stage, I seen him playing in the Fabinho role. And I was there going, you've been brought on to push up front there and make things happen. Literally never gone in the game. Couldn't understand the Milner substitution at the time. Um, so, yeah, everything was a little bit perplexing. Um And now up next is Chelsea. Um, And if we draw there and City win their game, then the gap is going to be eight points. Um, And that's going to cause a real problem because it doesn't look like they're going to drop a whole lot of points. And it looks like we could potentially drop points in a number of games, especially with the AFCON coming up. We're going to be missing the main men up front plus Keita. Um, And I know it's only Bramford and Palace in terms of the league. But, you know, these are not easy games. You know, Palace is not going to be an easy game when you're missing your front men. Brentford is not going to be an easy game when you're missing your front men. And this is where it could really come unhinged, if not already. Um, so, yeah, it was very, just a very disappointing game. And, I, you know, I never got the feeling, it was weird, like, you know, throughout the game last night, I never got the feeling at any stage. We were trying and trying and trying. But I always felt that a goal was going to have to come off like a a ricochet or a, a deflection or something like that. We never looked really at it. Um, like we wanted to put these guys to the sword, you know, and I was sort of thinking if the penalty had gone in, it would have relaxed the team a lot more and we would have played within ourselves. We would have opened them up and we probably could have ran out 3 4 nil winners. But it, it always hinges on those moments and these these league title runs where you're trying to win the league and stay with the likes of Man City you always hinge on these small things. And Normally for Salah on a penalty, he's nailed on for it, but we got Kasper Schmeichel just on one of his best nights, um, which was unfortunate for us, but look, we'll go again, there's no doubt about it, really looking forward to the game against Chelsea, and then obviously the boys are as far as I know are off to the AFCON, and then it's up to these guys to step up then and make, um, make a mark for themselves, getting the opportunity and stuff like that, you know, so yeah, but just thought overall last night, that's the kind of reaction that I got that we, we kind of hoofed and puffed, but we didn't blow the house down, you know, a um, little bit difficult. Let's have a look at the ratings anyway. Um, getting into the ratings, we'll start with Alison Becker. Gave Alison a six. Um, he didn't really have a whole lot to do, and I don't know what he could have done for the Luckman one, really, because he was kind of blindsided with Virgil in front of him. And he probably thought that between Virgil and Matt, they were going to take care of it anyway. So I don't know whether he could have done a whole lot for that anyway. Um, but give him a six. I mean, what else did he have to deal with? This is this is the so disappointing part of this result. Is literally they had one chance and they scored from it. I mean, between Virgil and Costas all night, they had Vardy in their pocket. He really had no influence on the game at all. And literally we battered them into their half for most of the game, if not. 90% of it like literally Luckman came on and within 3 minutes he had a run down there where Trent had vacated his position um you know I don't know what Matt was thinking he should have been able to take care of it and if he didn't take care of it Virgil should have took care of it um so we had you know two opportunities to take care of this and yet he goes in and scores and after that then it was balls to the wall they just put up the banks and they did what they do and uh, we couldn't break them down on the amount of chances that we had so Allison got a six. Yeah. Trent, I gave a five. Um, I don't think it was his best day. I think he was producing some stuff. I think he was putting some stuff into the box and stuff like that. Not as much as he normally would. But I don't think he it wasn't that kind of drilling it in, you know, that targeting and you know, really picking out a guy, going looking and saying, right, there's Johnny now, that's where the ball's going. It was more just a kind of a lax luster, lobbing stuff in and stuff like that. So I thought he could have done better. So I gave him a five. Joel Mataber gave a six. Made a couple of amazing runs and stuff like that. And so unlucky. At one stage, you need to beat the whole Leicester team on a run. Um, but again, in those moments with Luckman, you have to take care of that stuff. That has to be a job that you stand up and you do it. And Joel, in fairness to him, most of the season does that. Um, but occasionally he has popped up this season where one of those just happens. Um, But yeah, give him a six. Um, Virgil, I gave a, a 6 too as well. Again, I don't know what he was doing for the Luckman goal, but I thought he was absolutely, he was made look silly for that, to be honest. Like, I don't know what he was thinking. Was he trying to push him wide? Was he trying to show him the inside? I don't know what he was trying to do. It was just looked so awkward and silly, really, you know. But for most of the game, I mean, he had, Virgil in, or he had Vardy in his pocket all night and stuff like that. So apart from that moment, the boys had very, very little to do. But again, with Virgil, and I know he's only coming back off being out with a positive test and stuff like that now. And we don't know the effects that this has had on these players. Some of them it hits harder than others. So maybe he was struggling a little bit energy-wise or something like that. But I didn't see him pinging those balls the way he normally does. Everything was very stationary. He got the ball. He played it to Joel. He got the ball. He played it to Costas you know, playing at the Trent and stuff like that. But you didn't see him pinging those balls to Salah to try and get in behind to break them down. And a lot of times when we did try to ping those balls, they were being cut out by Leicester. They were either hit short or they were hit too long and we weren't able to get on them. So not the best night and not the best evening for uh, Virgil van Dijk. Uh, Costas, Costas, I also gave a 6-2. You know, made two real critical interventions to to deny Vardy, I should say. And he was decent going forward. But again, his delivery into the box wasn't what it should be. I mean, we know that he's renowned for that ball into the box and stuff like that. But last night, it was kind of just lacking. Again, plenty of energy, but not purposeful. You know, not turning around going, there's that guy there. That's the guy I'm going to pick out. As opposed to just lobbing balls in there and going, well, I assume someone's going to be there where it lands. Um, So that was kind of disappointing a bit from Costas last night. But apart from that, good energy. As always, you would expect from Costas. Jordan, I gave a five to I think he was a bit too eager at times with these shots and stuff like that, you know. And I know he takes the pressure of being the captain on. Um, but I just thought, you know, so many misplaced passes and stuff like that. And at times he just seemed out of the game. Um, so yeah, it's just a real struggle for Jordan, you know what I mean, last night. And it wasn't surprising to see him being replaced. Um, but yeah, real struggle. Uh Fabinho, uh Fabino, I gave a six two. Um, you know, he rarely comes off second. I mean, Fabino tends to win everything. He does that work that at times go so unappreciated. Um, he was very need in his possession and stuff like that and all. But again, a player like him, who's a big player in that moment, should have more of an influence on the game. And I just thought, again, with a lot of the players last night, a lot of stuff was kind of stationary, side passing. You know, instead of Fabinho maybe trying to hit that killer pass into the front three or something like that, bypass the midfield a little bit. He was just happy to play that pass to Jordan or play that pass to Keita or play that pass to, you know, Ox or whoever it was, as opposed to, you know, driving forward as he does and tries to play that killer pass. So I thought he lacked it a little bit. Ox last night, I gave a 6-2 as well. Ox is always looking to make things happen, you know what I mean? Um, but I think I think there's a concern about Ox at the moment. He's had a run on the side at the minute and we always feel with Ox that he's only like a tackle away from an injury and stuff like that. So it wasn't surprising that he was taken off just before the hour. Um, but didn't really influence the game like I thought he would. Um, Maybe making those runs some deep and stuff like that. I just thought we channeled too much stuff down the wings all the time. And I thought maybe if we had to try to open them up with some intricate passing in the middle um, and drive up the middle, maybe into Jota or something like that, we might have been able to create a little bit more. Um, So that's, that's where I was with Ox. In terms of Mo, Mo was one who's been a little bit off the boil. Now, I know it's going to be very hard to sustain the form that he was in you know, 10, 12 games and 13 games into the season, whatever it was, he was absolutely tearing it up. I mean, knew that there would be a kind of a drop-off. Um, but he does, Mo looks a little bit fatigued at the moment. Mentally, I spoke about it earlier in the match reaction, but I just think at the moment, I think it's, um, he's carrying the weight of the team in terms of the expectation of his performance, that he is the man that has to make things happen. Now, I know Jot has been pitching him with goals and stuff like that. But Mo seems a little bit off the boil. And I think with the AFCON coming, there's a lot of pressure on him there to carry Egypt. No doubt about it. But I also think there's a lot of pressure on him there to carry Liverpool. And I think he could get mentally fatigued at this constantly each week, each, you know, every three, four days, playing a game, chasing Man City all the time, knowing how good they are and stuff like that. Plus, the contract situation hasn't been resolved. So I know that needs to be done. Um, So I think all this might be weighing on him a little bit. Um. And it just, it's reflecting in his performances at the moment. Um, Diogo Jota, I gave a 5-2. I said he was buzzing around and trying to unsettle the Leicester defence. But I think at times when he was doing that, he was doing it on his own. And we weren't playing the press that we normally play where the three boys go. So you're not given an option. Once or twice last night, he did it and they penned them in lovely. I think it was in the first half. Um, but at times, Jota was kind of running around a bit on his own. Uh, Mane, I gave a 5-2 as well. You know, he missed that golden chance. I mean, I don't know how many episodes we've done now where we go. How does Sadio Mane not score that goal? It's the easiest thing for him to do. And yet he struggles with it. Now, I know he came up against an absolutely unbelievable Kasper Schmeichel last night. But for Sadio Mane at his level, you know I mean? Again, pressure there heading off to the AFCON. He's one of the guys that carry Senegal in the tournament. Also dealing, like Mo, I think these guys are really dealing with this fatigue of, you know, the AFCON, the viral outbreak. The, you know, the mental fatigue of chasing Man City, the pressure to win every game because we know we can't drop points. And I just think I, I just think it's time for Klopp to maybe look at that and think is there a little bit of change that could be done there? It's going to be forced on us with the AFCON anyway. Um, but yeah, it's just something that needs to be looked at. I think Sadio at the moment, he's really, really struggling. He's missing chances that he normally put away in his sleep. Um, in terms of the substitutions, Keita came on, you know, Held up possession well at times and stuff like that, but literally had no impact on the game. Gave him a six out of ten. Didn't do a whole lot wrong, but you know, we expect a little bit more of that. And I thought when Kate had come on as well, I thought his trickery and his passing and all that kind of stuff might have drove us more up the middle, but again, it was switched to the outside as well. And I just think at times we need to come up with a plan B when it's not working from the wings, you need to find another way to break teams down. And we didn't have it last night. Milner came on to me. This was a substitution that was just, I, I wasn't too sure what was going on. I, I don't know how that substitution was going to change the game. Um, but, you know, again, with James Milner comes on, gives you that bit of energy. Doesn't necessarily do anything wrong. Didn't necessarily influence the game heavily either. Um, so give him a six. Um, Bobby Firmino would give a 5 2. Came on, absolutely failed to make an impact. Never got into the game at all. Um, at times I was playing in the Fabinho role and I was just looking I couldn't believe it was Bobby Firmino was picking up the ball in that position at times and I was there going how deep does this guy need to come to influence a game and if you're on two banks of four against Leicester with Vardy literally playing up front on his own I mean you're not going to do that picking it up that deep you need to be way further up the pitch and that needs to be a role for someone else maybe like a James Milner um, but I just, I just, I was disappointed in Bobby last night. And I know he's been out of the game. It looks nearly, at times nearly, like he's lost his place to Jota. But he is coming back off an injury and it will take time. But I just thought last night he just looked lost. I, I'm, I'm not sure if he knew or if he got instruction as to what was needed to be done to go out there to get us back into the game. But whatever it was, it failed to happen anyway. But listen, this has been your player ratings and your match reaction to Leicester 1, Liverpool 0. Poor night for the Reds at the King Power. Plenty of energy, plenty of chances, but really a story of no final product. Um, And we'll push ahead now to the Chelsea game and see what that brings. Sure to be a blistering affair. Until next time, this is the Shankly Sessions on the Upper Tier Podcast on YouTube. Audio versions show on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Amazon Music. Let us know what you thought. Let us know your ratings in the comments. And as always, if you could go over, drop a like, share, and subscribe on the channel and uh, hit up our audio version of the show. Let us know what you think. We will talk to you again real soon, Red Men. Till next time.